This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, Guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Hi, this is Jacqueline Smith. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Hi, this is Don Most, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author guest Stanley Livingston. Stan is the founder and CEO of the Actors Journey Program, an educational program for both aspiring actors and working actors that helps fill the gap in the way that actors are educated. Today, the Actors Journey Program incorporates the knowledge and wisdom of more than 100 industry professionals, including Henry Winkler, Richard Donner, Tony Dow, Anson Williams, Brandon Cruz, Paul Peterson, John Provost, Mary McDonough, Bill Moomy, former Screen Actors Guild President Melissa Gilbert, and former Directors Guild of America President Jack Shea. For more information, go to theactorsjourney.com, www.theactorsjourney.com. It's easy to say because it, because it is an eight, it's a 10-hour program on eight DVDs, so it's easy to say you can learn all the business in 10 hours but it's like taking the class. I mean, so, okay, the class, if, if it's 10 classes and each class is one hour, there's still a lot of prep time that you got to do, you know, in between classes. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of time, which, which you're going to put in anyway if you're serious about making this work. It is. I mean, and actually the, the program was designed with a lot of things in mind. One was we knew, you 
know, not everybody's going to be able to come and take this program, but there are actors everywhere, so how do you do this? So we decided the best thing to do would be to have it portable and have it on DVD. So if you live in Los Angeles or New York or you live in Pee Ridge, Arkansas, yeah. you have access to the same program, the same material, and the same great people teaching it to you. So that's a great thing. It was also designed with it being in mind that we had a 10-hour program thinking maybe at some point we might connect up with a college or the colleges and universities. And you know, most of the, uh, the programs that they teach last about 10 weeks. So we either wanted it to be a 10-hour long program so that each week, you know, somebody who wants to teach us could go in there and you teach an hour of it. And you're usually in, in class, especially the night classes, for, you know, three hours. And then you do a lecture about all the material. And then the last hour you do, you know, Q&A to try and answer the questions. Because, you know, even though we're answering a lot of stuff, it still begs a lot of questions yeah. to be answered that, you know, the actors. But walking away from that, I mean, you're going to thoroughly understand the industry. You're going to understand it probably better than maybe even the people that are in it. Because, you know, they had their own insights, but I can't say everybody knew everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you can be, at the inception of your career, really super knowledgeable about this part of the industry. And you're going to find out slowly but surely that this is everything. The acting part is almost nothing when you, when you realize how little you're actually going to be performing in, in, over the course of your career. You know, people say I want to be an actor, think I'm going to be acting 24 hours a day. And, you know, it's just, just not the case, you know, if you're lucky. My brother works, Barry Livingston, mm -hmm. you know, the one that played Ernie on My Three Sons. Yes, yes. Works about as much as an actor, I think, can work if that's not a big star yeah. or is not, you know, uh, having a TV series. But every week he does a different show, and, you know, he goes through the same process. You go out, you audition, there's either a callback or you get hired on, uh, off the first thing. But he's, you know, done it so much that he's sort of turned himself into a brand now. And yeah. it's like, if there's a part for a doctor, a lawyer, attorney, CPA, he just sort of has that look. And he always delivers, so he walks in the room, he usually gets the part. But uh, it's just going through the motions of doing that. And most of that work is stuff that he finds for himself. Occasionally it comes through an agent. And then a lot of it comes as the fact that he's worked with a lot of people who, you know, when the director gets hired on something else, there's a part like that. They, they call his agency and say, hey, got a part for you. Yeah, and, and that, that touches on another thing. And, again, there's a parallel between, you know, what you talk about to working actors or aspiring actors and what I deal with in, in the writing industry. I mean, there are a lot of different agents. Some will do more for you than others will. And, and, and there's, there's a reason why actors change agents as often as they do because sometimes – the agent's not doing anything for them. And so, you know, since your career is on the line, you've got to make choices. Exactly. Or, you know, your career, it's going to have ups and downs. And mm -hmm. the agent that was hot when hot on you when you came to the agent sometimes gets complacent or they get somebody who becomes a big actor and they're stable of actors and, you know, that guy gets 90% of the attention. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you constantly need to evaluate all this and know what your options are. Uh, you know, we teach people techniques for just kind of, I don't want to say bugging their agent, but non-obtrusively letting the agent know that you're alive yeah. and in a very constructive, creative way. Yeah. You can't just keep calling every day going, hey, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? You know, they're going to just go, oh, my God, I'm yeah. never going to take the there, guy's call there's, again. There's a, you have to find out ways that other actors have done this and done it creatively, and, and at the same time you're helping the agent and... But, you know, besides Mark 
marketing yourself to the agent, trying to keep abreast of you know where they're at with you, because you know if they keep telling you they're interested and nothing's happening, you know you just got to wonder whether they're paying lip service. Yeah, you you have to know the fine line between being persistent and being a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like any job. I mean, you know, anybody can do things, but some yeah. people can do them better because yes. they know the nuances of how to yeah. finesse things. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's what we're trying to impart to actors is, yeah, you may have a, an overall picture, but these are the finer points that, you know, you're just not going to get until you do it for five, ten years, mm-hmm. you know. And, and like I say, and I just think it's different. You know, the era I came out of, it was a completely different thing if you went out on a job. The only way you could get a job was by having an agent. Imagine if that was the case now. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody would work. <laughs> the agent you have, you know, when you work, you're not work, still not working as much as you wanted, even back then. And, you know, I worked quite a bit as a kid, but, you know, when I became an adult, it was kind of aggravating for me to go, why is this guy call me? Why has it been three weeks since I've heard from my agent? And, you know, I'd sit there and do hocus pocus on those, <laughs> he would call, you know, it would ring and go, hey, Stan, I got an interview for you for a movie or a TV show. And, it just turned out not to be my nature to wait around, and, and by then yeah. I was doing production work and formed a production company, so I kind of got busy with that, and, you know, thought the phone didn't ring, I wasn't sitting there obsessing on it, and, you know, that's the same recommendation I make to actors today. This is one of the things we talk about in the actor's journey. While you're learning all this stuff and you're doing your work and, you know, hopefully putting into practice some of the things we're teaching you, which will help accelerate, there, to me, there's no excuse why you can't be doing this yourself. That's right. Just my era, you couldn't. A camera cost $300,000 back in $1960. You couldn't afford the film. You couldn't afford to shoot. You know, it was just, it was an impossibility. But today, you know, with, with these smaller cameras, you just have like a Canon, whatever, T1 Rebel. Mm-hmm. You go out and shoot. A, I, I have a friend that just did a film, and I swear to God, there. It is so incredible looking. So the technology is there. It just depends what you're applying it to. So what you need to do as an actor is get yourself with a bunch of guys, one of which wants to be a producer, another one who is a writer, and another one who is a director, and you put your own film together while you're waiting. You make it happen for yourself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We're talking to Stanley Livingston's Chip Douglas on My Three Sons and the founder and CEO of the Actors Journey. Program. You mentioned your production company. I know you've got a couple of things in the works, one of which is called The Quarrymen, which sounds very interesting. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, I have a website that's First Team Productions. So, yeah, if people want to find out what I'm doing production-wise, they go to firstteamproductions.com. You can find out about or I also have a fan site, too, you know, because of my three sons. Mm-hmm. So I have a stanleylivingston.com website, which kind of keeps people current in what I'm doing. But, yeah, my, my day job is, is, you know, the production company, and I, I'm like actors. I'm on the phone all day. 
instead of trying to drum up an acting role, I'm, try, I'm talking to people either brokers or you know people that could be would be investors in a film. Yeah. And it's pretty ugly work. Yep. You know, it's not fun. Nope. It's exasperating, <laughs> and you know, sometimes I feel like I'm not getting anywhere either. And but you just gotta sit there and, and grind it out. That's it's, ju just what it is. It's but, part. Yeah. Part right of now process. we have got a couple of projects that are that we're hoping to uh, find. You know, the rest of the funding for one and and all the funding for another. We have a Beatles project called The Quarrymen, which about the Beatles at the the various earliest days of their career, actually before they were the Beatles. Uh, they had a group, and the group consisted of uh, neighborhood friends and high school friends, and it was called the Quarrymen. But the story revolves around these guys because what was intriguing about this material to me when uh, I've been working with a writer for about two years on it was the fact that without any one of these guys being there who actually didn't go on, the Beatles would have never happened. Yeah. It, it, it's totally, you know, blew my mind away when I saw the interrelationships and the things that were happening, you know, by the meddling of some of their parents, you know, got them their first gig. You know, one of the other guys who just, it was just kind of a, a very casual thing, introduced a friend of his to John who turned out to be Paul McCartney. But hey, if he hadn't known those guys and those guys were in the band, guess what? They, everybody would have gone their own way. Maybe they would have appeared eventually as solo artists, but I mean, you know, that that's, the thing when you have a group like the Beatles, yeah. the whole is, in this case it's hard to say this, but the whole is more than the sum of the parts, and this is the case where the, the parts themselves were beyond belief, so it's like m most groups, uh, they are the ones that succeeded more than the sum of the parts, but usually there's one person in there that is kind of the driving force. This is a case where everybody was just extraordinarily talented or became extraordinarily talented, and the result of that was to create a band that you know, had probably the ultimate impact on the music industry and our culture and, you know, fashion trend, popular culture ever. Uh, it's just totally amazed me. But it, that's the thing. They started out as just ordinary guys, yeah. like a, a garage band, and the band was originally formed because, guess what, they wanted to meet girls and party and have fun. <laughs> and it sort of became serious for, for John and then for Paul, and, you know, they had kind of a commonality, too. They had both lost their mothers, and I think that was the, the glue, the initial glue that kind of drew them together, that they were both kind of in pain and found solace in each other, and that they had this mutual interest in music and writing music and, and going to the top of the music industry, and it, it just happened. You know, I'm sure other people had that dream, but, you know, and then serendipity and luck come in, too. You know, had they not... One of the mothers, I think it was Pete Shotton's mother, you know, got them the gig at the church social that year. They had a summer event every year put on by the church. Yeah. The church was used to having big bands and marching bands and orchestras for the adults. They didn't have anything for the teenagers or kids. And it was his mother that went to bat for them and, and against all this reverend's objections, finally convinced them to have a skiffle band uh, who her son was in. And the lead singer was John who really didn't even know how to play an instrument at, at that point in time. It was just basically banging on it. So you see how all, the, all these things are inexorably kind of tied together. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, you don't know what they mean. Like meeting, you know, Paul meeting John should have been like, there should have been a thunderclap and mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just some kind of banner <laughs> went up and it was just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, great. Nice meeting you. See you around. Well... It sounds like a great film, and I'll keep good thoughts, and hopefully it'll come together soon. And in the meantime, 
I'll say it again. I love what you're doing. I think it's a great program. It is important. I would love to have you back on the program and talk about it some more. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. For more information on the Actors Journey Project and the Actors Journey Project for kids, go to stanleylivingston.com. The next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. Please join us for our 500th program. Our special guest will be Rodimus Para, the actor who played Grasshopper, on Kung Fu. In the meantime, Ed Robertson, Matt Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Erebar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. 45 years of the Rockford Files, a complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.